WMQA. Hello and welcome to WMQA, the official podcast of the WMQ Comics website. I'm your host, Dan Grote, and hello from the past. This week's guest is Andrew Magazoo, the resident comics guy for Farpoint Toys and Collectibles in Mays Landing, New Jersey. We recorded this episode in May, so there's some reactions to things like West Coast Avengers and the new round of DC Looney Tunes mashups that have been out for a while. But the reason we had Andrew on is to talk about the IDW Hasbroverse and what's going on with those titles, uh, G.I. Joe, Transformers, etc. But we're also geeks and we tangent a lot. But hey, what's going on over at WMQ Comics? Well, lots. Uh, Last week was a solicits week, so we picked our favorite September titles from Marvel, DC, Image, and elsewhere. Uh, Joshua Bermont has a review up for Tony Stark, Iron Man, number one. Uh, We're congratulating those two X-Men who got married last week, and the creative team tapped to pen their adventures. And we're gearing up for this week's comics, including Multiple Man, Sex Criminals, number 25, the Power Rangers Anniversary Special, and Shadow Roads. So get to clicking and check all that out. Now here's me and Andrew. Uh, this week, I'm here with Andrew Magazoo, who is the uh, appointed comics guy at uh, Farpoint Toys and Collectibles in Maze Landing. Andrew, how's it going? I'm very uh, well, Dan. How are you doing? All right. So, what do you do? What What is it you'd say you do here? <laughs> uh, basically, what I... In, in, so, I, I, I basically am sort of an everyman in addition to my comic responsibilities. You know, stand mm. at the desk, be a clerk for a day, mm-hmm. help, help us stocking something, help us restocking something, help do some menial tasks. Specifically in regards to the comics, mm-hmm. I am in charge of trying to inquire interest in subscriptions, maintaining all of our poll customer uh, relationships, uh, asking them if they want to keep ordering a certain series, asking them if they want to add a certain series, generating hype. And also on our Facebook page and later our YouTube page, I do a weekly sort of uh, comic book review thing, basically talking about three comics from my past pull list. I have my own pull list in addition mm-hmm. to everyone else's stuff, you know, keep an active reader. And... Uh, uh, talk about what I thought was the highlight of my particular week. Okay. And what kind of stuff are you uh, are you uh, recommending? How about this week? This past week, uh, yeah. Barrier 2 uh, mm-hmm. from Image Comics, yep. Domino number 2 yep. from Marvel Comics, and uh, Ghostbusters Answer the Call number 5 from okay. IDW. So that uh, was uh, my highlight. Of, I, I try to keep it limited one per company because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I would hate for a week to be over. Because, you know, sometimes legitimately I, I am like, you know, Marvel had a really good week this week. But I, I try to find high, highlights because I'm reading from a lot of different uh, publishers anyway. Mm-hmm. So it might as well highlight as many different publishers and as many different quality books as I can, even though Snagglepuss is always on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Some books you can't escape. Uh, I will so say I, I am reading both Barrier and Domino. Yeah. Uh, I love Domino. Domino was really good this week. Yeah, uh, it, it's a lot, a lot of cool world building. Uh, I've just, I've been saying like I'm so glad that Gail Simone is writing big two superhero comics again. Yeah, uh, you know she was, she was, uh, you know doing the the Dynamite stuff for a while, and then I think some other things. Uh, but no, seeing her come back to now Domino and soon Plastic Man. Yeah, which I that um, you know Aaron uh, Lopresti. Yeah, I, yeah. He you know they they were great when they did Wonder Woman and Conan together, and I can only imagine his style is gonna work that much more for Plastic Man. And then of course Gail Simone's comedic stylings. Yeah, are gonna be really really great for that book. Exactly, and um, you know the one thing I've been saying with Domino that I love is that she's given Domino like girlfriends as opposed to like you know she's not the the gun mall for you know token guy who's like twice her size token lady and like a group of angry cable past day past gays no yeah. but yeah and it was there she kind of alludes to that in issue two where she goes like you know i i finally you know i i've never 
really had girlfriends, but now, you know, uh, Out- Outlaw, which, you know, obviously makes sense because, you know, Gail Simone created Outlaw. Yes, for and, Agent X, yeah. And really surprising to me, Diamondback, but it works. And I, I really, I'm glad because Diamondback, she just showed up in, like, the recent Captain America arc or something. And then beyond that, the last time we saw her was, like, The Initiative. She, oh, wow. Okay. She really hasn't been involved in the universe too much. So, yeah. like, I'm I'm happy they're, they're finding a new... Having her with Domino makes sense, mm-hmm. and it's 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 great to see that character again. I, I have a lot of affection for Diamondback. Now, uh, Barrier, we're only we're three issues in as of this week. Yeah, where is that ranking for you as far as Brian K. Vaughn uh, work? Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, oh wait, wait up! Blindside me with that one. <laughs> Paper Girls is my favorite. Uh, okay. I, I know that's, right. a, that's, a, that's a controversial opinion because Saga is like everything. Uh, <laughs> Saga's so good. I, I, and I acknowledge that Saga is so good, but I have a ton of affection for those girls. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, probably Saga after that. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where I, where, I, where I put Runaways with We Stand on Guard. Uh, okay. I, I didn't do his other, Martin Marcus, they did that other book. Nelson, uh, I mean, The Private Eye. Yeah. I never read that. How was... Yeah, I, I haven't either, actually. So I, I don't even know where that would rank. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little Vong illiterate because I just listed all the, all the Vaughn stuff that I, I, I've done. We still have done Why the Last Man? No, I see. I've never done Why the Last Man. I... You, you should definitely get on that. I will tell you one book that uh, you haven't mentioned that is actually my all-time favorite Vaughn series is Ex Machina. The one about the mayor oh, of New York. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, he I was love a, that super, series. He, he reveals that he was a superhero. Yeah, he was. Right. Yeah, he was a superhero. He saved like one of the towers on 9/11, and it kind of follows his political career. Right. Uh, probably one of my favorite, or at least kind of the most impactful endings of a comic that I've read. Right. That's actually finished. Out. I got. I'll. I'll put that above Why then, because like everyone's like, oh, you got to read Why, but like, no. If, if I. Why, I've, is it, I've, why is it close number two? I you know I shouldn't say I I've, I think I read the first volume of Why mm-hmm. like like the, the not the omnibus thing like the volume like yeah. the, the, the 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 floppy trade yeah yeah exactly you know much small in, in regards Six issue yeah. did he also work on Hellblazer did Vaughn work on or am I thinking of, I think I might be thinking of a lot Jason of people Aaron. have worked on Hellblazer that's so yeah <laughs> it's like one of, yeah um but it's no like yeah. asking if a British writer worked on 2000 AD yeah. <laughs> that's it. Did he write Judge Dredd? <laughs> of course he wrote Judge Dredd. Yeah. Of course he wrote Judge Dredd. Not Vaughn, I mean. Just no, no, no. Like, I, I, yeah. That was my... Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was following up on that. But yeah. Um, Do- Domino Barrier, really, really good stuff. Kelly Thompson has like, been my favorite writer for a while now. Yo, so, West Coast Avengers. That was a that came out of nowhere. And you know what? That kind of makes sense when you're thinking about the... Do the math. It's all the characters whose books got canceled in March. It really is. It really, <laughs> really is. Um... You know, Iceman's not there, obviously, but like, uh, okay. you know, that would be almost a bit of a, all. almost all. No, but in it, 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 it's a great home for all those characters. It's a great uh, fit creative team wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that was a really, really. I, I, I have not been a big. What are they calling this new initiative thing? Marvel fresh start, but I, you know, I I've not think been. They, they walked away from that. They, I, they're I not think, pushing that label anymore. Yeah, I think too many, too many people made fun of it. Well, I was one of those people. Oh, same. That that banner was awful. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh man. You know, well, no, I. Well, no, my. I. This is the, my my big joke was, it, it's so ambitious of Marvel to 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 change everything by doing the same thing they've been doing for seventy years. <laughs> like that was that was my 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 big uh, fresh start joke. But yeah. um, 
No, I if if listen if they you know I am excited about Coates' Amer- Captain America. I'm exci- yeah. excited about Wade Doctor Strange. Uh, very excited about Immortal Hulk. That's um, an interesting premise, and Al Ewing gives yeah. good comics. So yes, he does. So I I'm very very interested in that. Um, Jason Aaron's Avengers is is good. Uh, Jason Aaron and Ed McGinnis's Avengers. Is Champions good. is still continuing, right? Yeah, it's uh, Jim Zub and. I'm going to butcher the name, but it's like Sean Izaki, I think, okay. drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Right, well, I was thinking, where is, um, where is Amadeus Chow right now? But I'm like, oh, he's on Champions. Um, and Domino, apparently. Oh, she's going to be on the book, too? I, I, I mis- Cho was in issue two of Domino. Oh, 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 oh. So I, I, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah which was, um, I, like I said, I, I really loved the, the birthday party. Uh, spoilers for Domino. Yeah. Uh, the birthday party scenes in issue one and two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gail Simone, does, no one does continuity like Gail Simone. Uh, I know. Like, and there's you know, maybe so like Jonathan Hickman gifts. and Grant Morrison. But like, yeah. you know, but like, no. But like she, the way she she has inner, kind of highlighted Domino's own little corner in the universe while still making the universe feel as big as it is. Yeah. Those issues are really fun. Um, yeah, so, so that, that, I mean, that's that's Marvel right now. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm excited. I also do like sort of a here's in the solicits type thing and sure. I, I talked about the new looney tune dc crossovers which mm-hmm. also interests me because i was totally blindsided by the high quality of the those those books last year elmer fudd batman elmer fudd batman treasure. was incredible <laughs> oh my um yeah like uh i, I think of 70 sam jonah hex was re- was really really interesting. I did not get. To, I did not read that one. I read every single one. Okay. <laughs> oh well, did you read uh, Taz and Wonder Woman? I did not. That was my personal favorite, even though Elmer Fudd Batman was very very excellent. Uh, it, it, it's really, it, it's a classic Wonder Woman story. It mm-hmm. really is like just like in, um, what does Tony Bedard do? Like 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 recently, like he 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 was so big during pre New Fifty Two New Fifty Two DC, and then he kind of like disappeared. And, I'm not really sure. And then he came back for that one shot, mm-hmm. and he killed it in telling like a great like Wonder Woman story with like all of the sort of highlights you would expect out of Wonder Woman story: compassion, love, um, a, a new understanding, and then conflict and mm-hmm. actual like 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 uh, exercises of great physical power. Yeah. So it, it was just an, a, a great one shot, and uh, I didn't think Tasmanian Devil would inter- would be integrated in, in the world of Wonder Woman, but he made it work. And then it's great because I don't, you know, yeah, you read the Elmer Fudd Batman. Yeah. The backups being the more cartoony Looney Tune stuff. Yeah. They didn't, he, he also wrote the backup and he, he did a Wonder Woman, basically, it, it was the Iliad starring Wonder Woman and the Looney Tunes <laughs> with Wonder Woman as Helen, Helen of Troy and uh-huh. the Looney Tunes as, as all the different, and it, the, the best thing was Foghorn Leghorn was Agamemnon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just funny. That just that sentence is funny, and seeing it on the page is even funnier. Um, what are you looking forward to out of the new batch that's coming up? I really like. Um, well, the Gail Simone uh, Catwoman Tweety Bird, I think is going to be yes, good. Yes, that's going to be. A- also, I think I'm most excited for the Mark Russell Lex Luthor Porky, Porky Pig. 100. percent That's going to be amazing. 100. Um, percent I think I read in the solicits. It's going to involve the Lex Luthor president, pres- like the president presidential area era of President Luthor. Luthor era, president yeah. Luthor. So if, if I I'm thinking like what kind of analogs Russell would be would be playing with that in the new political climate? Yeah. Holy crap! There there's there, there, there is great opportunity for there. 
I mean, look, I, I, Mark Russell's a guy I have just been eating crow with his entire career. Because when those when those first issues of Flintstones was coming out, I'm like, no, not not sold. This is gonna, this is an awful thing. You know, no one's gonna be remembering this run. Uh huh. And now his Flintstones is celebrated as like one of the best comics of recent memory. Eisner nominated. Eisner nominated. <laughs> and now he's just following out with Snagglebus, which is incredible. Has been top to bottom amazing. Top to bottom, like you know, just you know, Future Quest is fun. Snagglepuss is really the best thing Hanna Barbera Beyond has done so far, in yeah. my opinion. And I also dig those uh, Detective Sasquatch backups. Yeah, I'm just sorry. Yeah, um, yeah no, yeah, definitely. And like, uh, I don't know the history behind the product. Why did they do? Like, I don't understand why, but they're charming as, as yeah. a lot. Like, I mean, was that like a Hanna Barbera thing that never happened? No, it was or? Not, okay, so uh, I the writer. Uh, she emailed me some because I, I emailed her and she sent me back uh, answers. It was something that she actually workshopped as had workshopped as a sketch character, like she was doing improv. Oh, yeah, and that's where Sasquatch Detective came from. Yeah, and she just happened to luck out. I think I don't I don't remember the exact story, so I don't want to botch the details, no. Sure, sure, but, sure. You know, it was through improving that character that she got an offer to actually, like, write it and put it on the page. They just needed a backup for Snagglepuss, and they thought that would be a fun fit? I, I guess so. I mean, honestly, I don't even think that book needs a backup, but it d- has one, and it's a beautiful, wonderful gift. I always treat it as, like, the topping. Like, that's, yeah. like, the frosting of, of a Snagglepuss issue. It's the cherry on top, and you need the palate cleanser, because that book gets gets real Especially last heavy issue. sometimes. Last issue was off. Oh, I, yeah, you, a Huckleberry? Yeah, I, well, I, again, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I just, the way I was described, because that also made it on a weekly, our weekly show thing. I, I pitched it as, like, Snagglepuss going Scorched Earth, which is really, you know, he, with uh, Huck now, uh, you know, gone, dead. and, and yet yeah, dead, and his two loved ones uh, not within harm's reach, uh, he just decided to, to just go a one-man war against the, the, the United States H- government. House on American Activities Committee, yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, intense stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know... Apart from here, uh, apart from, you know, comics in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, brought to you here for a reason. Yes. You are... Uh, well, I pitched it to you, kind of. You did pitch it to me. It's a, it's a kind of a big story. Uh, the end of the IDW continuity. And Transformers. Transform. Well, Transformers and the ID. Because it's not just... It's Transformers, G.I. Joe. Oh, it's the whole Hasbro It's the whole Hasbro versus ending. Action Man is going away? Action Man is going away. <laughs> no, okay. Sorry, Action Man fans. Um... Is that a thing? Anyway. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, there's John Barber. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's what's going on there? So, give, yeah, give, so... Give us an idea. Um, the, the way it is... I, I, I understand it. They're going to finally be introducing uni- the long-teased Unicron into okay. the Transformers IDW right. Hasbro-verse, Hasbro-IDW continuity. Wasn't there a free comic book day? That was issue zero of this okay. event. Yeah. There's an, an event happening... This event is basically going to be the end of this continuity family. Okay. Everyone has been wrapping up their stories. You know, the, the, the ROM and the Micronauts miniseries, we didn't know it at the time, was the wrapping up of the ROM and the Micronauts. The uh, in, um, uh, Lost Transformers Lost Light, yeah. Optimus Prime, those story arcs are ending. And, like, they've all known this for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, you know, I actually spoke with like an IDW. I don't know if I, sh- I should say their name, but I spoke with an IDW artist, and they said they they are very disconnected from current books, but they knew about it like 
last May. Okay. Like May t- 2017. They th- that's how far back they knew they were ending this this continuity. Uh, how long and, how long had this version of these books existed for? So the the Transformer books have been around since 2006. Okay. Uh, the G.I. Joe books, I think 2009. All right. They were initially not related. When IDW licensed some more Hasbro titles, yeah. they decided, well, we're doing all these things anyway. Why not we integrate them all into one universe? Yeah. And really, there wasn't too much in the Transformer and G.I. Joe runs that contradicted each other. Mm-hmm. So those were really, really good fits. And then ROM and the Micronauts and all them, they kind of worked around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of interesting connections also made. Like, uh, for example... The main antagonist of Mask, Miles Mayhem, mm-hmm. was turned into a G.I. Joe supporting character. Like, the original G.I. Joe. Like, the 12-inch right. Kung Fu Grip guys. <laughs> he was turned into, like, that guy's uh, comrade. Like, that, okay. that guy's, uh, like, a member of his uh, unit, the adventure team. Uh, and, and so, yeah, from that Action action Man was awesome. They, they, they kind of turned Action Man into a legacy hero. The original one of the earlier action mans was also part of that same adventure team with okay. Joe Colton, the original GI Joe, and Miles Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think these in, these connections are fascinating. By the way, uh, th- there was a thing in Transformers called the Thirteen Original Transformers uh, that were that was at some point adapted into IDW continuity. Was that like the actual original wave of toys? No, no, no. This is like uh, mythology, mythology oh, type stuff. Okay. Like the creator all right. of all Transformers started out with thirteen. Mm-hmm. In IDW continuity, those characters are interpreted a little bit differently. Where there on Cybertron, there were thirteen initial tribes, and each original Transformer was turned into original Prime, who was ahead of an original tribe. Okay. Um, and so well, one of the things that's really cool in the lore, there's Micronus Prime. Okay. who is the creator of what's called Minicons. They're like tiny, tiny Transformers that can connect and integrate with other Transformers. Micronus... They're the ones that transform into cassette tapes? Uh, kind of, but no. Is, it, that, is that still a thing? That's still a thing. I they rebooted Shockwave. The, uh, well, that's Soundwave. Soundwave. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there you go. That's on the internet now. That's forever. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. Uh, no, 100%. Um... But what they did with Micronus, though, in addition to being the prognator of Minicons in the IDW continuity, he created the Micronauts. Okay. He's also the god of the Micronauts. Ah, it, really right. cool, interesting continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, some people think this stuff is forced. I think it's fascinating. And I, I think some of the best examples of it have been in IDW. It's weird, because you're, you're talking about a continuity family that even though... It, its earliest entry is 2006. It's really only been around for three years. Okay. So that's why I'm I'm all as much as I'm kind of uh, like interested in it in its conclusion as someone who's been following it a long, long time. I also think that it's kind of weird to be ending so soon. Like it's a little bit weird how they uh, decided to um, not give it more of a chance. I guess. Well, all right. Let me let me ask you this: How does Unicron? arrival usher in sort of a new a reboot or well we have we have no idea what's going next okay we have no idea what's going next is that like a beginning of the end type thing it's the end end yeah yeah yeah. it's they have said they are ending this continuity family whatever happened james roberts has said he's done transformers for a little bit okay he's taking a break which breaks my heart he's the guy who writes lost light he likes to say that he did more than meets the eye before that which was basically Lost Light Volume 1. Yeah. Um, and and he, he has been doing some of the best work with Transformers for years. Uh, even before he was doing more than meets the eye in Lost Light, he was he worked on the main Transformers ongoing for a little bit, and before that, a miniseries mm-hmm. involving a subset of Transformer characters called the Wreckers. Okay. Uh, just really, really solid 
you know, I, it's you, I, I pitch Snagglepuss to people as like the, the most interesting thing. The, no, you know what? No, I pitched Bojack Horseman <laughs> as, as the most interesting at, uh, look into the human psyche, starring a male, uh, uh, <laughs> a, 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 a anthropomorphic horse on television. Uh-huh. I do the same thing with Transformers, where I, you know, it's like uh, talking about like uh, classism, you know, racism, sexism. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, redemption, mm-hmm. all, all these sort of universal human themes, it, love and and hate and prejudice, explored in a in a thing about robots that turn into cars and spaceships and stuff. Uh, it's amazing and fascinating and, and really really quality stuff. Um, seeing that go is going to be the hardest thing. There is a bit of a, a silver lining, okay, because we we are in comics are serial serialized format. You know, by nature, but yeah. th- since the, the beginning of you know the golden age of comics, and even before that, you know pulp books and what have you. Yeah. Um, it, it's ex- it's kind of expected for this stuff to to last as long as people are are willing to give money to it. Basically, they're they've known because they've known so long ahead, and they've been able to plan so plan that this finale out so thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are really adamant about giving all these long-standing fans who have been with them since you know 2006 forward a genuine conclusion which doesn't happen in comics too much no you know you do not see bat this is the end of batman <laughs> you know and obviously i'm sure transformers and all this stuff is going to come back in some way shape or form but it's not going to be yeah. the same he's not leaving that money sitting on the table no <laughs> and ha- well here's here's the thing and this is where i'm, I'm, I'm going to get in a little bit paranoid speculator boots on go for it uh the the Power Rangers Hasbro deal has been happening for a while. Uh, I I don't know if you know. So Hasbro mm-hmm. became the, the owners of Transformers and the Hasbro obviously yeah, Hasbro. Ha- yeah yeah Hasbro. They this past Toy Fair this past February became the license holders of Power Rangers. So they don't they, they made they the got pa- a deal with Saban then. Yeah, well, so they had a deal with with Saban. Uh, Saban uh, thank yeah, you. no, you're fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That deal expanded a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you, they now outright they bought Power Rangers. They outright bought the brand. They now own Ooh, Power Rangers. That's interesting. Uh, and and by all indications, seemed really keen on making Power Rangers into a tentpole Hasbro property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hasbro, even before IDW, they have been they have wanted to do a shared universe type thing since 2012 at the very least. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, during, I think it was the 2012 free, uh, New York City Comic Con, they were handing, handing out these promotional comics called Unit E, which was basically the, the very first attempt at a Hasbro shared universe. It was like okay. Micronauts, Mask, Action Man, Stretch Armstrong, <laughs> uh, Candyland. Uh, a little bit more, even more out there than... It the, doesn't all have to fit... <laughs> Oh, but I, how amazing would it be, though, if Gem and the Holograms, Clue, and Transformers existed in the same Earth? I'm a madman who wants that. <laughs> That's what I want. Imagine it. Uh. Imagine it. It would be... It, I, I, well, and so... Well, no. And so, again, this is where paranoid speculator boots go on. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be interesting if they had known that and, and they had maybe wanting to do a new comic universe with their new shiny lucrative property that they just bought at the center of it. Okay, now let's throw that spanner in the works here. Yeah. 
Boom has the license for the Power Rangers. For, and they are doing very well with they it are right now. Incredibly well. Shattered Grid incredibly is incredibly well. Nyan, nyan, nyan. I'm buying every issue and eating it up. Yeah. So that well, that's a lot of. Again, the, the people the, the the people entertaining this conspiracy theory yeah. are, are are wondering if they're gonna let the the IDW partnership fade out and then maybe go to Boom Wholesale, let the Boom partnership fade out and go. Kyle Higgins has only said that he has a 32 issue arc in mind. Okay. He he is you know he is always I, I don't know if he's decided to expand that. Um, it, 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 if the Boom license keeps going on, it, it would certainly end those 32 issues. Mm-hmm. I, again, I really don't. It is. It's kind of too early to say about all this, but it it does raise questions about why you know if if they were at least attempting to to fully acquire the Power Rangers brand as they now are, and have said they are very interested in in the creation of Power Rangers media going forward. Why wouldn't they want Power Rangers in Transformers together in the same sandbox? Be that IDW or Boom? Oh yeah, I mean you know, if I were an eight year old boy who liked both those things, that would you know be wonderful yeah yeah it's just you have to having the business side of things line up mm-hmm. and seeing how they're gonna line up it, i don't know it's it's curious i again i'm not 100 percent saying that that's that's what's happening mm-hmm. it's just that's just another uh 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 side to the story i guess okay um at, at, all we know right now is that this this era of transformers has and hasbro uh owned property storytelling is coming to a close what happens next? I don't know. I'm absolutely curious. Yeah, um, actually, I would like to know when. You know, I would love to know when these licenses are up at these various properties because they get shuffled around. I mean, Marvel, they do. Marvel had the Transformers back in the '80s. That's how we got Death's Head. Yep. Um, uh, I think Devils Do had GI Joe for a little bit. Devils Do. Uh, oh God, what is um? And and GI Joe, obviously, famously, all it's those not, Larry Conner. No, what was uh? Dreamwave. Oh, Dreamwave Comics. That was that was uh they, they uh, uh Pat Lee. It, it was an independent comic in the early early two thousand like like okay, two thousand okay. one to mm-hmm. to five, and then Pat Lee drove it into the ground with mismanagement. Uh, uh, th- that's where that's where pa- Transformers lived in the early two thousands, basically. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, and it, it was that was their big tentpole property, by the way. Uh, oh I, sure. I think Thundercats they had for a little bit as well. Uh, no, you, you know Pat Lee. He did the art for uh, House of M Iron Man. Oh, oh wow. Okay, yeah, he was that okay. guy. Transformers <laughs> all looked like that for a little bit. All right. Yeah, it wasn't a good time. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of other creative artists. That, oh man, I I really don't like to, to drag people on. This you is all, you don't have to. No, I don't want to. I I but I, also I, do. I accident. No. It, it, it just it comes naturally because I'm very flat fly by the hip kind of guy it's like i said we record these things for farpoint i accidentally uh went on a scott lobdale tangent that wasn't very fun oh no yeah sorry about uh, that yeah well, yeah. <laughs> well he's doing that de- because he's doing daffy and joker yes he is yes he is yes he is yeah. um i almost forgot about that one yes he did uh, well i mean you, yeah. lex Luthor and uh gail's catwoman i think took center stage absolutely yeah um but yeah so back back on topic yeah, back on topic back yeah. on topic um now let me ask you this sure you know you're you're approaching these as you're, you're sort of fandom of these characters of the transformers you know is it is it limited to kind of this 
IDW verse? I mean, did you grow up with with the toys? Did you read other versions? I've been a this? lifelong Transformers fan. Like, okay. I, I, it was very much I I came into it as a Transformers fan into IDW mm-hmm. as opposed to the other way around. Uh, I will say, in terms of my love of the franchise, IDW Transformers from like 2011 forward mm-hmm. became like one of my favorite iterations of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Became just one of my favorite uh like uh like i said iterations of the frame you know yeah. for, you know some of the some of the what i think the best character work and storytelling and stories on that franchise transformers ranks very or idw transformers ranks very very high uh and it was really you know me kind of becoming familiar with idw which you know led to me like all right well i guess i'll give gem and the holograms a chance and yeah. you know like the whole, whole oh my god you know, you know going back to kelly thompson her run on that character is is dynamite. Like the, those those volumes, and then uh, the the misfits and the miniseries and all that. Yeah, uh, just great, great storytelling stuff. I mean, Kelly Thompson just gets character. It, it's it's amazing. She she's she's really great. Uh, Did you read Rogue and Gambit? Uh, oh yeah, heck yeah, I, wrote, I read Rogue and Gambit. That was I I, I so good. I I basically read everything Kelly Tom. I, I made the mistake of not getting Hawkeye fresh. Uh, so, so now I'm, I'm trying to rectify that awful mistake. <laughs> and again, like, like Mark Russell, I'm not making the same mistake going forward. I'm going to be buying every Thompson book. Yeah. West Coast Adventures. She tweeted sometime yesterday in the middle of, of kind of being congratulated on West Coast Adventures. She's got three more announcements coming. Well, she's Marvel exclusive now, so. Right. I mean, there, she's, but she's there... also got Nancy Drew coming from Dynamite. Right, right, but, right. Yeah, I mean, the but Big I... Hope is kind of an X book. I, yeah, I, I definitely want her being the, the, the. Pro- predominant rogue and gambit writer going mm-hmm. forward. I mean, uh, to me, the, the logical conclude or the logical next step is a rogue and gambit ongoing. I I don't think you go back to that. Well, I think maybe you do a team book that has them on it. Yeah. You know, I think maybe you relaunch Uncanny. You know, we are very murky, and and maybe the August solicits will kind of change things. They're coming out next week. Yeah. When we're recording this, uh, greetings from the past. But yeah. Anyway, um, is there room for Uncanny in the in the, the current stable of Expo? I know there's Astonishing. Well, you would but... have to move things around. And like I said, we don't know what ha- what happens after the wedding. Uh, yeah, sure. You know, if, if Gold's continuing, if Blue's continuing. Red's know, really she, popular right red now. Red is really good and needs to continue. That that book is my, I think it's my favorite X book that's out right now. Okay. Um, uh, that's uh, uh, Salim, is it? Uh... Tom Taylor and oh, okay. Mahmoud Azrar. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I, I think I'm thinking of Exiles. Uh, I had thought that if they were going to kind of relaunch the X titles, bring on Candy back, it was going to be Matt Rosenberg. But now he's doing Astonishing. Okay. And keeping that book going with kind of an interesting team. It's Havoc, Dazzler, Colossus, Beast, and the fifth one that I can't remember off the top of my head. I got X Men has been really, really. Again, I've been hearing spectacular things about Red. Yeah. Other than Red, X Men's been a, a, a really uh, sour spot for me in, in terms of books. I know there's there's, there's good more stuff. I've from Resurrection, and it's been hit or miss. Uh, the current Cable arc by uh, Zach Thompson and, and Lonnie Nadler and yeah. uh, Herman Peralta on art, very good. Yeah. I definitely recommend that. Um, I was sad to see Generation X get canceled, mm. but. Quentin Quire's an Avenger now. Yeah, and I, I couldn't be happier about that. <laughs> I, I Quentin Quire on a, uh, oh my gosh, Quentin Quire on that book. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It, it's it, uh, Kelly Thompson Quentin Quire on that book. Yeah, that that lineup is fantastic. 
Um, you mentioned her Twitter there. Her Twitter is, is amazing, though, by the way. Like, she just, the, the way she interacts with some fans, there was some guy who, who redubbed West Coast as Papa Hi- Ho- Hawkeye and his kid commandos or something. <laughs> and she goes, BRB, gotta rename the entire book now. Uh, and I, that's also a very good title. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can't wait to see her hawk her sorry well no did, did she do Clint in the Kate Bishop book Clint was in the Kate Bishop book okay yeah okay yeah she's okay so half two thirds of the team she's already familiar with the Hawkeyes America because that's Kate Barton uh, Kate Bishop's best friend right and uh, Johnny the boyfriend right used, and I assume Lucky is in this right 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 the pizza dog the pe- Lucky the pizza dog. <laughs> Um, um, I don't think he died, <laughs> but I didn't see him in that you know one cover sketch. So yeah, the but new you know, characters who's... would be Gwenpool and um, and Quentin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, like you said, she has. So she's got a. I, I gotta be honest. Wait, is Laura? Laura's on a different team book right now, right? Uh, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolverine. Oh yeah, she she's in red. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Duh. So that's still Tom Taylor. So right, even right, though right. Yeah. All new Wolverine's going away. He still gets to write. He's her still gonna be writing her in that. Right. 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 Uh, yeah. Which is as it should be. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I guess the solution now for for these for like again the titles that didn't didn't really uh, make it into this fresh start, you know, because there's no other you know current Marvel lineup. Yeah. Uh, if we people need to just get their their fix on team books, I'm more than happy with that. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see what her Gwenpool is going to be like as well. Uh, you know, I that th- that's a that is a character that I was initially sour about because I I thought it was just diluting the Spider Gwen and uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, Deadpool brand a little bit. But yeah. the 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 love that that creative team put into the, the, the that character yeah. really shined through, and they really made her her own. Uh, so I I have nothing but good things to say about Gwenpool now. Absolutely. Um... You know what we haven't talked about at all? Sure. We talk about DC at all. We talked about Looney Tunes DC. Never mind. Yeah. I misspoke. Yeah. Why did I think that? I don't know. <laughs> I and, and Hanna Barbera. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's because I don't really care about the new Age of Heroes that much. Okay, that's you yeah, know. We talked about the cartoon side of DC. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Well, okay. What's there to talk about DC? Young Animals Dead. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, in a, in a really weird. Uh, there's, we still have no idea what black imprint is going to be like. Uh, there's Zoom, oh, the, oh, black label, black label, I whatever. It, yeah. It, I, I, I think it's really weird that they have all these different DC, uh, families. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just seems, uh, I think it's interesting. You know, I think what DC is doing is interesting it, on, on its surface. It, it seems questionable, but when you think about the idea that they're trying to reach different audiences where they live. So you go after your, your younger and your middle grade readers with Ink and Zoom. You know, I think Black Label is an appeal to maybe older fans who want something a little bit grittier. Which okay. is why you give up Frank, Frank Miller, of all people, a Superman but, story. But you know what I would do with that, though? I, I, I guess I'm taking issue with the... the like, uh, and like you said, it's, it's for older fans, right? Like older age and in... in like... <laughs> Age and taste, yeah. Age and taste, you know, traditional, traditional people who were buying comics for, for a certain amount of time. I, I would just bring back Elseworlds, you know, call it DC Elseworlds. Uh, like, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm taking umbrage with the fact that they're creating, they're creating a new, a new imprint, a new logo only for, again, just from Young Animal, maybe dissolving it two years time. 
to introduce something else in its place. I think by calling it Elseworlds or Elseworlds 2.0, I think I think it fails from the name though, because if you're not if you just go into it thinking, oh, okay, well they're just gonna tell a bunch of alternate reality stories about Batman that aren't gonna count, so uh, I probably won't check it out. You know what I mean? But like, but don't you think those pe- those those fans know that it doesn't count anyway? I mean, when you're talking about yeah. like. You know, Greg isn't Greg Rucka's story about Wonder Woman's child from an alternate future or something like that? Like, uh, I'm not sure. Or that's that might be Kelly Sue DeConnick. I know that, both. No, of, yeah, Kelly Sue is the Wonder Woman story. No, well, they're both doing Wonder Woman. Oh, they're both. They're doing both doing, doing two separate Wonder uh, Woman black imprints. Okay. okay well, okay. see, that's you. You were confused because they they announced so many different books. That that's my I I I. I that's a problem. I I I I think. You know, maybe someone someone in DC editorial is getting you know who. Is understandably getting paid more money than me to think about these kind of things. Has this kind of problem solved, and I'm just not seeing it? I just think you're going to create brand confusion, and you're going to, uh, like, you know, what I thought would happen with Gwenpool, delude waters. But I could totally, you know, I was wrong about Flintstones. Yeah. I was wrong about Flint. I am a fallible human <laughs> who makes mistakes often. Um, but no, I, 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 I Hanna-Barbera Beyond magnificent i was enjoying a lot of the young animal stuff i i gotta be honest with you i think the doom patrol delays maybe didn't help that line yeah that okay i can see that if you're look for all intents and purposes doom patrol is the face of that line and so when your face is having trouble staying above water that Mm. that's a problem um i I, uh new age of heroes little hit or what do you think of the jack kirby stuff last year well, I mean, Mr. Miracle's untouchable. Yeah. You know, amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I meant, like, stuff like Commandy Challenge. About, like, oh, Commandy Challenge. And the, the, and, like, the Etrigan the, um... miniseries we had. Yeah. Well, I think DC knew how to honor Jack Kirby a hell of a lot better than Marvel did. Oh, what, you mean with their one art book? Yeah. <laughs> yes! And, like, a bunch of... I think they did some of those Dollar True Believer reprints, too. Is that re- Oh, whatever. But that was it. That was it. You know, at DC, they reprinted a whole bunch of the Jack Kirby stuff, too. Like, the, uh, I bought the Mr. Mir- the original Mr. Miracle series in trade last year. The Demon came out uh, in trade last year. Uh, I think they recirculated, like, the... All those one-shots. All those one-shots. The, one- the one-shots, yeah. They, 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 they decided to do a book about the, uh, what is it, the, the Newspaper Legion. The and, Newsboy Legion, yeah, The, the Newsboy right. Legion, yeah. and, uh-huh. you know, Black Racer and Shiloh Norm. A lot of interesting shout-outs and... Uh, you, you know, like homages and stuff like that. I, I oh, bug, bug the adventure of forager. That was a young animal book, though, right? It was a young animal, but it was also part of their Jack Kirby centennial thing. Okay, it was yeah. it, it, it it fit to, you know, it, again, brand confusion. <laughs> but but no, but it it fit to uh, two different uh, needs. Uh, and then bug died in Mister Miracle. But like, was that the same bug? That's another thing. I don't know where. Well, con- that's a good point. I don't I know, know where the works. continuity is. Yeah. <laughs> Mordrew just showed up in Eternity Girl, and I'm like, that has that ha- gives me a ton of questions. <laughs> um, but no, but I mean, like you know, Young Animal, they never they said day one, don't sweat about continuity. Yeah, I'm curious what uh, Mother Panic is gonna do after Young Animal. Uh, you know, like she she's probably gonna end up on someone's Justice League. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's only a matter of time. Um, well, now there's gonna be multiple Justice League. Yeah, there. Asriel in space. 
I had a this this is a true story. I have a okay. friend who is who does not read comic books, but like follows comics news and uh, and, and has an understanding of comics. He goes, "Why is Asriel in space?" I did not have a suitable answer. The only answer you need is why not. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I, I, I'm just, I don't know. On a team with Darkseid and Cyborg and... Which I was decrying the Darkseid thing until I found out that apparently he's a captive on their ship. Uh, and that... That's pretty rad. That makes me, that, that, that has some interesting stuff. Uh, remember when Darkseid was a baby? Remember when Darkseid was a baby? <laughs> no, I loved baby Darkseid. <laughs> I loved baby, I loved baby Darkseid in Metal. Metal, Metal 2 was a riot. Metal is, fancy. Metal was so, so much fun. Metal was fun. Yeah. I, I I hated the title only because it so obviously wanted to be called Dark Crisis. In my opinion. Yeah, but I think Metal's a cooler title. Is it? I don't know. I... I, I, I well, it, think about that sixth issue where it's ba- the cover is just Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. It's metal. wear that rad, uh, you know, tenth metal, metal armor riding yeah. a flying Joker-faced demon i, I mean, had a, that's spray paint that on a van man. there you go yeah seriously that that would look great on a van i had a, a separate conversation with um i in addition to farpoint toys mm-hmm. and collectibles i also write for uh, can i do a plug please yeah i write for review website you don't read comics.com uh, i was talking with my editor jason dincause uh during during one of our we were just talking about metal yeah uh he's less enthusiastic about it than we are let, let me just put it that I'm way i'm sorry to hear that yeah exactly he he was uh he was making fun of he thought Scott Snyder had invented Ninth Metal, and I'm like, no, that is a Golden Age reference, my friend. Uh, he, he thought it was just originally called Nth Metal. Mm-hmm. He did not understand that it was Ninth Metal initially and was abbreviated Nth Metal in the Silver Age. I actually did not know that. That is that is a true story behind... Okay. Yeah, so Scott Snyder was just bringing it back to Ninth Metal and explaining what the eight other metals were, yeah. which was not explained in the Golden Age. Because, you know, back then they didn't think about... It, well, they didn't have Batmanium back then. They did not have Batmanium. That was not a golden age. That is not a golden age story. <laughs> Alan Scott was not throwing Batmanium at Solomon Grundy in the Golden Age. Uh, <laughs> no, I, but that—that's. That, I'm very excited about Snyder's Justice. You know, I, I said I have little enthusiasm for the new age of superheroes. That's not entirely true. I have a lot of enthusiasm for Justice League. Yeah, uh, I think that's a that is the tightest lineup that we've had since Rebirth. Uh, yeah. for, for a core Justice League title, if you're like a Justice League Unlimited fan, like that's your sweet that's, spot line. Yeah, up there. well, not even you know, just pre Unlimited, just Justice. You know the yeah. you know the the, yeah. the the two seasons before that. Yeah, you know that that's everyone plus Cyborg and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a pretty outstanding lineup, and uh, you know it, it, the. I mean, I, I, it's I don't know. Cyborg in the Justice League is is a. Did you ever read James Robinson's Justice League? No. The pre-New 52 Justice League? No. That is a run not enough people talk about. Okay. It is really... So... It was de- this after he did JSA? Uh, w- much after. Much, much. Okay. This okay. was the, the lineup right before Johns and Lee. Okay. So, so you know, th- those... I think it was issue 45 they got it, and then issue 60 they ended it. Mm-hmm. So, a 15-issue run. Not a, long, not a long run, but an interesting run. Uh, I would say his biggest issue was he would prop up villains a lot okay those are really like the villain it was kind of like infinity war every story arc would follow the pov of the villains kind of and i think Mm -hmm. it suffered a little bit for that the lineup was fantastic it was dick grayson batman uh donna troy Mm -hmm. cyborg um 
Green Arrow, uh, Oliver Queen. Okay. Uh, Congrilla. Okay. The, the, the Blue Starman. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some deep pull. Like, like, you start out, and I'm like, okay, well, this just sounds like the Teen Titans graduated, and then you kept going. That was a big plot line. Was it, was it, that, oh, uh, Jade, Jesse Quick. It, it was a very interesting plot line. Uh, sorry, uh, it's a lineup. Very interesting lineup and very, uh, deep pull lineup. His issue 60 is one of the, the greatest, uh, last issues of a run I've ever read. Because the entire thing is. The, it's basically total recall the comic book okay because they're basically they are recapping adventures the audience didn't see okay which was basically robinson saying if i had longer this is what i was gonna do ah. and it's really a shame that he didn't he was gonna do a gem world war with like sorcerer world and he was going to do like uh all of the robots of the dc universe coming like like having like basically a skynet army <laughs> so like like basic and and basically uh the original Robot Man and the Doom Patrol Robot Man were both going to be evil, but um, the Doom Patrol Robot Man, the human brain is still in, was still inside the the the, the robot shell, uh-huh. and so like the human brain was saying how much he hated, you know, how much he wished that they would kill him because he didn't want to hurt his friends and stuff. It, I, again, that didn't actually happen though. That was yeah. all just like in like Congrilla talking about like remember when he said that how how it's, awful it's like that first clip show episode of Community back in uh, was that season one or two I don't know I think it was, it was two I think it was show. two yeah okay it was two and yeah. Dan Harmon likes his fake clip shows is what we've established <laughs> uh, no but uh, yeah I it's just I, I think it's a shame that there are you know we're talking about teams you know in both Marvel and DC it is a shame how certain lineups don't get the appreciation I think they deserve because James Robinson did a very very oh it was uh, I think that was I think it was Bagley who who did the art on that okay James Robinson and, ba- uh, and Mark Bagley and Mark ba- Bagley Mark Bagley interesting okay yeah. uh yeah that's not even a Justice League lineup I was aware of yeah it uh it was um because Dwayne McDuffie R I P did did you know his editorially maligned run and mm-hmm. then they had a few fill-in writers one of which was len wine of all people oh yeah L- len Rest wine in peace yeah oh yeah oh my gosh ah oh, t- two two great guy two i know two. it's been a- last year we lost birdie wrightson and len ween and like a ton of people yeah yeah 2017 not just comics 2017 claimed a lot of talent <laughs> yeah it really did um oh man now we're on a somber note well no but yeah uh Come on, bring us back yeah, bring, up, bring, us, bring it back james <laughs> but then james robinson was announced and he had after cry for justice uh-huh which uh are you at least familiar with that you know what i i this is a i mean I've, this isn't a confession because i've said this before i am such a, a dc johnny come lately oh okay like, honestly i didn't start reading dc on the regular and you know my best friend growing up matt lazowitz has been on this podcast before you know batman guy so basically, I got all my DC knowledge secondhand through sure, him sure, while sure. I was reading Marvel. But like, I didn't start reading DC on the regular myself until like last year uh, with Scott Snyder's uh, All Star Batman. Oh, okay, that's a good place to start. Yeah. Well, Cry for Justice is I, I figured might be a little bit more on your radar because that was a very controversial book. Okay, that is where um uh oh god, what's Speedy's real name? Uh, oh, uh, Leanne Harper died. Oh, okay, his all daughter. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he became Arsenal again. I got okay. Yeah, th- that that all came from that storyline, mm-hmm. uh, and and so like, unfortunately, that storyline's legacy is isn't anything that actually happened in that book, mm-hmm. but like what what it hap- did to Roy Harper as a result. Okay. Uh, 
Which in a way is to me a fault. They did a really weird thing where they did issue one had two like their alternating alternating covers, which was the lineup of the book. Okay. And and like like kind of in the background were like transparent supervillains like looking like oh we hate and it was basically kind of like. The Super Friends Legion of Doom plus Poison Ivy. Okay. So it was like Lex Luthor, Bizarro, Captain Cold, Sinestro. None of those characters are in the book. <laughs> so, like, like it, 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 they miss... I don't know. Like, that book... A lot of people w- were expecting sort of an interesting, like, take on the Justice League in relation to the to the villains of the DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Instead, they got, a like, a basically a, a, a prelude to a bunch of Green Arrow stories. Mm. So... And then, obviously... Robinson's Justice League also came out of that. Yeah. Um, so so that, so that 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 book, like I said, it's is is very kind of uh, not not well liked. Actually, you know, I think also um, Kelly Thompson. Ah. I think her blog came out of that. Uh, came out of that. She has no head. She has no head. Yeah. That was a cry for justice issue. Oh wow. That that she has no head was it was it was a it was a shot from behind with Supergirl. Okay. Staring at Green Arrow and Green Lantern, but she had no head. Wow. It all, yeah. it all ties together. It all ties together. Oh, man. Um, Andrew, what do you need to plug right now? Oh, great. Yeah, up? yeah. So, yeah, so Farpoint Toys and Collectibles. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, please, if you you know want to get a comic subscription or a trade paperback or back issue or anything like that, come on, hook us up. We also have a lot of great, high-grade graded books, uh, mm-hmm. some nice vintage comic books. And uh, some very very cheap like old, older issues uh, uh-huh. in our various uh, comic cabinet. We have uh, for toy collectors with you know our main bread and butter. We have mm-hmm. a, a, a wide selection of vintage to modern toys, Marvel Legends, uh, you know Generation One Transformers, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, vintage carded toys as well and packaged toys as well. And uh, uh, how can people follow you online? Oh, if you in fact wish to be followed. No, uh, yeah, I, I, that was my next plug. I just I do the business side of it first. Oh, sure. Uh, you can find my review, my comic book reviews, uh, a few articles and, and news pieces as well at youdon'treadcomics.com. Follow me on Twitter mm-hmm. at, at ProfeshAndrew. Uh, that is uh, uh, capital P, row, capital F, <laughs> Esh, capital A, Andrew. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I basically do a lot of political tweets, comic book tweets, and, uh, just complain. But, um... That sounds like everyone on Twitter. That's basically everyone on Twitter. But I, and then I also linked up my reviews and stuff, which is the main thing people should be reading from me. Alright, awesome. Andrew, thanks for coming on Thank you so much for having me, Dan. It's been an absolute pleasure. That is it for this week's show. Uh, as always, you can listen to WMQ&A on iTunes, SoundCloud, and at WMQComics.com, where new episodes move Monday mornings. You can follow WMQ Comics on Twitter and Facebook, and you can follow me on Twitter at Daniel P. Grote. Finally, check out WMQComics.com for all your comics news, previews, reviews, interviews, and playable views. And tune in next time when our guest is going to be comics journalist Meg Downey talking all things Captain America. See you then. W-N-Q-A. W-N-Q-A.